Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh brothers and sisters Welcome back to Get To Know This is your uh, podcast uh, <laughs> What's it about again? Singing knowledge <laughs> I know what it's about, I just had a memory lapse for a second This is your podcast all about Not all about <laughs> This is your podcast, or this is our podcast, in where we talk yes. about knowledge and the importance of knowledge and just trying to motivate all of you guys when it comes to seeking knowledge. And tips and you know on how to overcome obstacles. That, smile. Yeah, I love yeah. the smile. Okay. Love uh, obviously we're gonna Yeah, do, do you wanna go into it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So obviously, like we said, your you know, weekly podcast show when it comes to seeking knowledge, how to um, increase your aspirations in seeking knowledge, some of the questions that you might have in terms of how to seek knowledge, what do I do, what should I read first, who should I go to, and etc. We try to answer these questions as much as possible for you guys. As for today, we're going to talk about a very important issue. And this is the issue pertaining to purifying your heart. Okay, Purifying your heart from certain filth and dirty things that will enter inside of your hearts. But before we get into what is it specifically that we're purifying our hearts and how we actually purify them, we need to understand and explain to the people the importance of why is it that we even have to purify our hearts? What's the need? What's uh, the purpose behind it? Did the religion mention something? Did Allah mention something? Did the Messenger ﷺ mention something? What's the purpose in us having to purify our hearts? Okay, so inshallah, I'm going to set the timer to 20 minutes. You want me to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah amma ba'ad. Brothers and sisters, you see, um, when you want to you know, carry knowledge, you have to understand where knowledge goes. Knowledge goes in the heart, okay? Knowledge is something that settles in the heart of a person. Now, if you have a heart that's already filled up with things, then, you know, there's not going to be much space for knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's like if I want to, you know, place, you know, some items in a bag, but the bag is absolutely full, then what what I have to do before I place the new items is that I have to empty out what was originally in the bag mm -hmm. and then I have to put in what is new, mm -hmm. right? So the heart has to be cleaned out and it has to be emptied out. Mm -hmm. It has to be emptied out from sins, mm -hmm. okay? okay. Uh, sins pertaining to the religion, mm -hmm. you know, where people have corrupted beliefs and ideologies. This is what you would call shubuhat. Yes. A shubha is something where a person has a filthy belief, a, mm -hmm. a belief that is a bid'ah mm -hmm. uh, that corrupts the heart. And also there are sins that are, that are you know, sins of the, of the body and the limbs, you know, uh, where, where, where a person just gives in to their desires, they listen to music, they mm -hmm. swear, they have a bad tongue, they fornicate, they, 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 they masturbate, they watch pornography, they, they disrespect their friends. And, you know, we all know, you know, the what, what, sins, what yeah. those sins are. Yep. Yeah. So the heart, if it's become corrupted with the taint of these sins, mm -hmm. as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says rather their hearts mm -hmm. have become tainted and corrupted mm -hmm. because of that which they used to do. The sins that they used to do cause their hearts to become filthy. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. And this is backed up by the hadith of the Prophet where he said every time a person does a sin, a black dot is placed on their heart until okay. the heart becomes fully dark. Mm -hmm. So when the heart becomes corrupted like this, it becomes covered with this filth. So if a person wants to seek knowledge, he has to empty this out. And this is one of the reasons why when Allah Azza wa Jal commanded the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and sent him out as a messenger, when he said, Ya ayyuhal mudathir, qum fa'anthir, wa rabbaka fa'kabbir, 
When Allah Azza wa Jal sent the Prophet out as a messenger yeah. and he told him to give da'wah and warn the people, what was one of the first things Allah commanded him? He said, And your clothes purify them. Mm. Now, what's interesting here is that does this actually mean purify your, your garments? Does it mean clean your garments? So the scholars had different views on this. And, you know, Imam Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah, mm-hmm. he mentioned something powerful. He said that the thiyab, the thobe, the clothing, the garment that is being referred to in this ayah, mm-hmm. it refers to the heart. And he brings evidences from the classical Arabic poetries to mm-hmm. show you that the Arabs, to whom this Quran was revealed, mm-hmm. classically they understood the word thobe or thiyab, they understood it to mean heart. It can mean heart. Okay. So when Allah said, وَثِيَابَكَ فَطَاهِرْ And purify your garment, here means purify your, your heart. heart. Okay. And what's interesting is, because if you take the view that this surah came down before uh, Surah Al-Muzammil, mm-hmm. which a lot of the Sahaba even took this view, then what came down in the next surah was what? سَنُلْقِ عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا Allah said, we will send upon you, O Muhammad, a heavy word. Mm-hmm. Which is the Quran, mm-hmm. right? So the Quran, as we know from other verses in the Quran, where does it where does it settle? In the heart. In the heart, in the heart. right? Allah said, and we'll, we'll make it firm in your heart. So the point here is that before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned we're gonna send down this weighty word on you, which mm-hmm. is the Quran, mm-hmm. Allah mentioned وَثِيَابَكَ فَطَاهِرَ Purify your heart. Okay. Purify your heart. Yeah. So a person and, and remember this is the messenger Ali who already had a clean heart, is being told to do this right at the beginning of his da'wah. Right at the beginning of his studies, because the messenger himself was a student. Jibreel would come and teach him. Mm-hmm. So if he had to pure, do, was commanded that, then no doubt we have to. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how are we going to fill our hearts up with knowledge? Okay, yeah, so I mean, I mean it makes sense. I mean, uh, taking the, the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, that you mentioned, okay? So for every sin that you do, a black dot is placed in your heart. Uh, and to the point that the heart becomes completely covered. Sahih. Um, and if, a, if, if, if something like that is tainted... Um, then you can't expect um, knowledge to enter inside of it. Okay, I, I remember I was reading a, a kitab once, and, uh, uh, and the author of the kitab he gave an example, and he mentioned that um, the heart, uh, the example of it is like a, a lamp. Okay, mm. like a lamp, uh, <coughs> or if you say, for example, um, a lantern, a lantern. Okay, yeah. we have a candle in. You have the lantern. He said that if the lantern inside of it is very dusty. The lantern okay. is the glass thing, right? It's the glass, right? Yeah. And if the lantern inside is very dusty and it's dirty and it's collected a lot of dust, then the light is not going to shine as bright, okay? It's going to be very, very dark and dim. It's not going to be as bright as you would want it to be. Sorry. The amount of light that you would want inside is not going to be as expected. But when you were, if you were to clean out the dust and you clean out all of the dirt, then the light becomes much stronger. And that's how it is with our hearts. If we want knowledge, and remember, the, the, the greatest knowledge out there is knowledge of the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Okay? And like you mentioned, the ayah in the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We're going to send upon your heavy word. So if the Qur'an is our maqsad, okay, it's our intent, and the Sunnah is our intent as well, then for those two to enter into our hearts is something which is very difficult. It's something which is very heavy. I mean, the only way it's going to happen is once we purify ourselves completely so that light can really shine. And how will that sh- light shine upon us is through our implementation. Sorry. You know, once a person has that knowledge enter inside of their hearts, then um, you will see that implemented on their limbs. And I, I think I remember a statement of um, Sahal ibn uh, Abdullahi al-Tustari, rahimahullah ta'ala, from the Salaf. And he basically said that 
it is haram, it is uh, not permissible for a heart, for it to enter inside of it, the, the light of Allah, the which is knowledge, which is knowledge, okay, when in it contains that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes. SubhanAllah. So he's saying it's haram, like he's saying it's not permissible for knowledge to enter into the heart. No, in other words, it's not going to happen. It, 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 won't, it, won't, it, won't, it won't occur. As long as your heart contains filthy things, then that knowledge which you wanted, it's not going to enter into our hearts. And you know what even amazes me about that is the statement of the self that they used to say that a person won't attain knowledge. Uh, so they, they would say that knowledge, if you give it a little bit, you won't get any of it. But if you give knowledge everything, if you put all of your efforts into attaining knowledge, the knowledge will only give you some. So when you, when you, when you think about it, it's, like, well, it's powerful. It's powerful that even if you have a little bit of filth inside of your heart, meaning your heart is not fully inclined to seek knowledge properly, and you're not going to gain knowledge even a little bit. Yeah, I think, well, like, the point is very valid. Like, you know, you've got people that come, like, now we, right now we're talking about people who actually make an effort, right? Mm-hmm. People who make an effort. Because, of course, the one who's not making an effort wouldn't ask this question. The, mm-hmm. one who's, the one who's coming to classes, you know, early morning or, you know, watching videos, lectures, reading books, and but they're like, you know, I just... I just don't feel it. I just really don't feel like I'm benefiting mm-hmm. from my knowledge. I don't, you know, I don't feel like I remember anything. I don't feel like I understand. I don't feel like it benefits me. Like these people, like if you ask yourself, and I have to ask myself this question. I'm gonna ask myself this question with you, so I don't think you're alone because we all fall short and we all are guilty of this, right? But how many times is it that we go to a lecture, we go to a class, we go to a dars, we benefit knowledge, but then straight away, what do we do? We go and we hang around with bad friends. Yeah. We're going to talk about haram We go mm-hmm. and You know To the cinema Watch a movie We go You know Watch some videos online Some vloggers And there might be some females And there's some music And we go to some music We go and do haram Like No wonder We're not benefiting From that knowledge It's like for example If you had a guest That came to your house If he came to your house You wouldn't go And take that guest That honourable Noble guest Into mm-hmm. the toilet And sit him on the toilet And say okay We're going to eat food here mm-hmm. Rather you take him to the nicest place in your house, right? 100%. So so knowledge is like that. It's a guest that you know you just that just entered inside of you, just came inside of you at the class. Mm-hmm. And then right after the class, you go to the filthiest of places, you take this noble guest, you take this knowledge into into you know environments that are bad and corrupted, that person will not learn. Mm-hmm. That person won't learn. He won't, he won't. And that's why you know what I think is really important that we we, we, we take this into consideration. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of another hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, just to show the importance of uh, of the heart and taking care of its needs, you know, uh, and making sure that it's that is intact and is rectified. Is the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which is mentioned in Sahih Muslim, uh, with the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, he said that Allah subhanahu wa taala, He doesn't look at your surah, He doesn't look at your image, how you are, whether you're big, small, fat, skinny, chubby, whatever it may be. And neither does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look at your amwal, he doesn't look at your wealth. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he looks at your qulub, and he also looks at your actions. So the qulub is the hearts, right? The qulub is the heart. So your heart and your actions are what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at. So if a person, if a person wants to acquire knowledge, and they want to attain knowledge, then your heart, your heart has to be rectified. Wallahi, uh, subhanAllah, that's, that's, that's so true, Wallahi. You know, Allah Azza wa Jal, He looks at your your qulub, your hearts. He looks mm-hmm. at, at your at your at your actions, and as Allah mentioned in the Quran, the only thing that will benefit you on the day of judgment is a heart that is salim, that a heart that is sound, a heart that is healthy. 
You have to understand, brothers and sisters, this is the most valuable thing that you and I possess. There is nothing more valuable than the heart. The only thing that will come handy that will benefit us on the day of judgment is this heart that's clean. So it makes no sense that you keep presenting your heart to fitna. And the way that you present your heart to fitna, as we mentioned, is in two ways. It's by presenting it to shubuhat. Mm -hmm. Presenting it to um, shubuhat is basically corrupted beliefs in the religion. Mm -hmm. And presenting it towards filthy sins. Mm -hmm. So how do you present your heart to shubuhat? By going and listening and lending your ear to people who are misguided. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you lend your ear to people who are misguided, they will misguide you. When that one statement enters into your heart, mm -hmm. when will it leave? Mm -hmm. It takes a second for someone to say something. A doubt, a corrupted belief for you to think, wow, subhanAllah, that sounds kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. That's a, and it jumps in your heart. It takes a second, but it could take years to come out. It might yeah. not ever come out. And this is why the Prophet Sallallahu said, and I think the hadith is narrated in the Muslim of Imam Ahmed. No, one of the Ummuhat al-Sitta narrated as well, if not more. The hadith about Dajjal. The Prophet Sallallahu said, if Dajjal comes, the Prophet said, go away, turn the other way. Mm -hmm. Why is it that he said, turn the other way? Because Dajjal is going to be doing all sorts of things that's going to make people intrigued. Mm -hmm. He's going to bring dead, he's, he's going to make it seem, he's going to do illusions like magicians do. He's going to make it seem that the dead are coming out of the grave. He's going to take a person, chop him in half, and then bring him back together. Mm. So he's going to do these illusions. The people are going to be interested. Oh, the jail is here. The jail is here. You know? Like, you know, you know, like when you tell someone, don't do something, they want to do it. So we're told, don't go to the jail. The people are going to want to see who. I want to see this guy with kafir written on his forehead with the, with the kaf, the fa and the ra. Mm. I want to see the guy, you know? They want to see him. And the Prophet said, don't do that. The Prophet said, rather go the other way. Because a person will go to him mm -hmm. as a believer, but leave as a disbeliever. Mm -hmm. He'll think he's a believer, he'll think I'm good, my iman is good. But he will, he will become a kafir. Why? Mm -hmm. Because he will do things in front of him that will corrupt his religion. He'll say, look, I'm Allah, I'm God. He'll say, I'm God. Mm -hmm. He'll say, you don't believe me? Look, doesn't God bring back from the dead? Look at me, I just brought someone back from the dead. So the scholars took from this, any time you come across anyone that's going to corrupt your belief, your religion, you don't go to that person, you go, away. you go away. You don't read those books, mm -hmm. you see. And the same way, that's with corruption in the religion, but also corruptions in terms of your actions falling into sin. A person doesn't present his, his, his heart to fitna by, by, by going to places with his music, going to places with his girls. I mean, look at the marketplaces. The marketplaces are from the most hated places to Allah. Mm -hmm. And the masajid are from the most beloved places to Allah. You want your heart to be fixed, go to the masjid. But look at yourself, do you spend more time in the shopping centers? Do you spend more time in the Tesco's? I'm not saying don't go to Tesco, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a, it, you, you need to go get your groceries, you need to go, you know, get your, get your food supplies or whatever have you, but it should be to the need. Sure. But, you know, are you spending more time shopping, more time out and about, more time in the high streets than you are in the masjid? Mm -hmm. Well, okay, you know, one day you're not able to seek knowledge. Because the heart, remember the masjid is the, is uh, remember the, the hospital? Is the, is, the, is the hospital for the heart. Mm -hmm. That's where you do heart surgery, where you do medication for the heart. Okay, that's for the physical heart. The spiritual heart is catered for in the masjid. Mm -hmm. the you see, but you want to go to the to, to the places where there's fit tonight, you want to watch you know, films, you want to listen to music, you want to hang around with bad friends. Or, remember, the heart is going to drink it all up. Mm -hmm. It's going to soak it all up. Mm -hmm. Remember, the, ear, the eyes and the ears are the gateway to the heart. Mm -hmm. Whatever you look at, whatever you hear will go. And when you're constantly being hit with this, like, you know, class you do once a week or once a day, but five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours in a day, you're just affected by filth, 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 yeah, filth, filth. Being around the wrong That's going to be hard, Wallahi. Yeah. So we have to work on, on cleaning this, Wallahi. Wallahi. I am saying this, talking about myself first and mm -hmm. foremost. And I think one of the best ways to, Wallahi, really do that is just number one, finding good companions. 
If a person finds good companions, and as the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is, he said, uh, He said, a person is upon the religion of his companions, so let you, one of you look and observe as to who he takes as a friend. Whoever your friend is, if your friend is a person that's always doing haram things, or if your person, your friend is a person who's always up to innovations and misguided actions, kufr or shirk or anything like that, then eventually that's going to rub onto you. Okay, there's a fear that that's going to rub onto you. So for that reason, the first thing that a person has to do, and wallahi, anybody that I've ever spoken to that started practicing or a revert that came to the religion, they always said the first thing I had to do was cut off from my friends. Because that crowd was affecting my heart. It was having a very, very bad impact on my heart. But the minute you cut away from these people and you find new friends, you find new company, uh, people who are, you know, uh, who who want to follow the the commandments of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then those are the people that you need to be around with because they will have a good impact on your heart, Inshallah Taala. Can, can I say something? Yeah? Mm. This is so deep because we actually know brothers and we actually know people who started seeking knowledge, and um, you know, then they they fell off. Mm. Fell off and you know you're like how, well how are you one day seeking knowledge, you know you're learning sciences that, you know people practicing their whole life something don't learn. The next day, you know you're talking about selling drugs. Mm. The next day you're, you know others are fornicating. Mm. Next day you know you're smoking drugs like, like what happened? Like you know how that transition yeah, take place so quickly. It's actually a sister, who used to uh, come and, uh, you know seek knowledge. And, uh, you know, I remember even, uh, you know, Ustad Abdurrahman was very impre- impressed with her intelligence mm-hmm. and her efforts and, you know, and subhanAllah, you know, jilbabs kind of, you know, we heard like, basically inappropriate clothing, you know, mm-hmm. jilbabs gone inappropriate clothing and now she's, you know, got a boyfriend, she's in a haram relationship and it's very sad, why, why did that happen? Wallahu mm-hmm. a'lam, but we can can only say that you know the heart wasn't taken care of 100 percent. you were you were taken in this knowledge but you were also taken in something else mm-hmm. at the very same time or or you weren't even taken in the knowledge because mm-hmm. the heart was already filled with so much sins mm-hmm. filled with so much sins that you know it um it was full so whenever that knowledge came it, it came it knocked it's on like, the door it's, it's like a glass which is fully filled yeah. with like Filth inside yeah. it, like impure. So uh, it just couldn't show. show. Like if 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 I take my phone screen, look, imagine my phone screen. Yeah, look, it's off, right? You guys can see. When I turn it on, look at that. It's bright, right? Now Im- imagine this is just covered with dirt. Imagine it's covered with dirt. And let's say it's on, and I put I put I put the brightness up high, but it's covered with dirt. Are you gonna be able to see any light? Mm. No. It's gonna be tainted. That's what it is. So the light is there, but it's not showing. Mm-hmm. Because of the filth And that's what Allah said Kalla bal rana ala qulubihim I said rather their hearts have become tainted mm-hmm. We have to kill in it Wallahi Thank you inshallah So in summary um, Brothers and sisters If you're finding the path of seeking knowledge difficult right now And you feel like none of that knowledge is coming inside of your heart You feel like you're forgetting a lot of things And you, 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 you can't seem to keep all of this information inside of you then know that it's due to sins. Uh, it's, it's due to being around the wrong crowd. It's due to all this filth entering inside of your heart. 
due to that which you see and that you that that which you listen to and once you cut off from that and you know you you stay continue you stay steadfast upon that path and inshallah ta'ala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open the doors of knowledge for you uh inshallah brothers and sisters um you know if any of you guys want a bit more help i was going to say you know we have uh, an online program called the knowledge college uh on there uh, brother saad's gone through a series called um etiquettes of a student of knowledge etiquettes of a student of knowledge and you cover this topic in a lot more detail lot there more right detail, yeah. so um you know how a student of knowledge should be in terms of the sins and repentance and the actions and implementing knowledge and you go you want to mention some of the stuff that you that you go through there um no i don't want to if you don't know, get to know. But it, I, I mean, look, it, simple things, you know, things that uh, etiquettes that a person has to come with when it comes to seeking knowledge. For example, purifying your heart, um, having high aspirations, um, the way you study, the things that you have to do. Um, there's, a, there's a lot more. There's the a lot the of... reason we put that there is because this this program is a program where we want you guys to seek knowledge and study various sciences of the religion and really grow. So the first the first thing that we that we study is the shahada because it's the most important thing. Understanding la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Then after that we're gonna go in now. So the very next course was on the manners of a student of knowledge because now that you've learned the absolute necessary thing, mm-hmm. now before you learn anything else and you grow, you want to make sure that you're ready. The heart is ready to, to go So that's why that course is the second course that we study mm-hmm. So inshallah if you guys would like to join us Go to the link below um, Check out the Knowledge College website And hopefully you can sign up and join us on the other side We've already got you know so many people Hundreds, just under a thousand That have already joined mm-hmm. us that are studying You know inshallah ta'ala, you, could, you, could, you, could, you could be the next ones inshallah, inshallah. So hopefully sign up If not uh, we'll see you on the other side Also don't forget to um, go to the link below and check out the podcast uh, link, whether you're on Android, whether you're on iPhone, go to the right podcast link because you can now watch this podcast on the podcast app as well, inshallah. With that said, God love you and leave you and say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.